You're listening to the Serena Phillip podcast. In this episode, I share with you six reasons why your Instagram content might not be converting. If you're wanting to make more money on social media and grow an audience of ideal clients on Instagram who are ready and excited to buy from you, keep listening. You're listening to the Sabrina Phillip podcast. In this show, online business coach and self-made millionaire Sabrina Phillip shows you how to do entrepreneurship your way. She moved to Bali with $800 in her bank account and just one year later had scaled her business to seven figures. Sabrina has been featured in Forbes, Business Insider, Goldcast and Cosmopolitan. Using her signature, intentional, manageable, profitable framework, Sabrina helps women make millions online. Currently traveling the world, tune in each week as she reveals the best tips, tricks, and strategies for creating the intentional life and business of your dreams. Here's your host, Sabrina Phillip. Welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, we are going to be talking all things content and specifically how can we get your Instagram content converting. Now, as a business coach, one of the most common questions that I get from clients is about how can they get more Instagram followers and how can they get more people to engage with their content and why aren't people purchasing and what should they post today? And the first thing I want to go ahead and say is take some of your power back around that and start to trust yourself to make decisions and to look critically at your content and figure out how your results make sense. Because if it doesn't make sense, you're going to feel really disempowered, but you're also going to start to get really frantic. So I'm going to give you six reasons today why your Instagram content isn't converting. And I want you to trust yourself to critically look at your social media and give yourself feedback and give yourself rooms for improvement because you know what to do. You can go ahead and make these changes and implement them to see results in your business. It's just about trusting yourself. And I think that is something that is so true, whether we're talking about sales or Instagram or whatever that might be, trust yourself to look at your content and to make these decisions on what needs to change. But also most importantly, trust yourself to go execute on these and make those adjustments because it will mean more conversions, which means more sales in your business. So let's dive in. The first reason why I see Instagram content not converting for my clients is that there is no content or not enough content. Now, we have kind of had ebbs and flows in the social media space in terms of how much should you be posting. So back in the day, let's say maybe four or five years ago, it was really promoted to be posting all of the time. This was back when we still had chronological feeds and whoever posted most recently would kind of be at the top and people were really stressed about finding the exact right time to post. And then once we got to, you know, a more ranked algorithm where Instagram was pushing you content based on what you were engaging with, people shifted that focus a little bit and they started looking at posting less content, but they were more focused on making it higher quality content. Then it shifted a little bit again and, you know, we got a lot more into video and reels and things like that. And then when Instagram brought back the option to have a chronological feed, I noticed that a lot more posting started happening. So all of that to say, how much should you be posting? I don't think that there is a magic answer, but I think that if you are new in your business, I would probably be posting once to twice a day minimum. And yes, that does include weekends, but if you want to take some time off, that's fine. But also this is where content planning comes in hand because you can still take time off on the weekend, but have your content ready to go, have a VA post it for you, schedule it, get that content still out there. But the big reason why your content isn't converting is it just isn't out there or there's not enough of it. So if you are brand new 
in your business. And let's go ahead and define that as under 18 months in your business. You haven't been doing this for two plus years, let's say. Your audience is still in that growing phase. And if you aren't getting out there frequently and consistently, they're not going to build any sort of brand association with you. So what we want to go ahead and have happen is we want you to be posting so consistently about these particular core topics that are relevant to your audience that when they see that, they think, oh yeah, Sabrina Phillip, online business, Sabrina Phillip, Bali, Sabrina Phillip, sales, Sabrina Phillip, seven figures, Sabrina Phillip, whatever that is for you, we want that to happen. So it might be easy to look at me and say, well, Sabrina, you only post a few times a week. Yes, but I've also been doing this for six years. So there are literally thousands of posts across my email list, my Facebook group, my Instagram that went out consistently for years and years and years and years. And because of that, there is a strong enough brand association and a strong enough trust built up with my audience that it doesn't really matter how much I post. And if you're saying, well, I want to be that now, you don't get to skip the hard work. Can you quantum leap? Sure. Can you blow up overnight? Yes but you still don't get to skip the work. And that means building that trust with your audience. So the first thing I would say is see if you can increase the amount of content that you're posting, because when you do that, you are going to get more visible in front of your audience. And even now I notice myself that when I am posting more frequently, I get more inquiries and I get more sales. And until something changes, um, which I think it's going to be a little bit before we see any sort of big radical changes with the algorithm that would kind of push us back to posting, let's say, once or twice a week. I think more content is going to win in 2022, and that's definitely the strategy that I'm recommending to my clients. That doesn't mean that every single post needs to be this long, long essay. You know, maybe one post today is something like an infographic or a quick quote, and the other post is a little bit meatier. But by getting out there more frequently, your audience is going to see your content more often, which means they're going to engage with it more often, which means one, the algorithm is going to bump that up in their feed, but also what's going to happen is people are going to start to recognize you more. There's going to be that brand association. There's going to be that no like and trust factor built up. So that is the first reason why your Instagram content might not be converting. There's just not enough of it. So if you are posting less than five times a week, definitely go ahead and bump that up. The second reason why your Instagram content isn't converting is that it's kind of boring. And what I mean by that is there is a lack of authority with the content that you share. So something that happens a lot in the coaching industry and in social media, and it's it happens, so you know, don't don't beat yourself up if you're thinking, oh my gosh, that's me, is a lot of times what happens is someone will share something on social media. And then 15 other people will parrot that same information because they think, oh, they're talking about that and they're getting clients, so I need to talk about that too. And I don't mean copy and pasting someone else's social media post. That's not what I'm talking about. Let's say someone makes a post where they talk about how if you want to lose weight, the thing that you have to do is you have to take this one particular supplement. Um, that's, let's say that's the thing that they post. And then what you see happen is suddenly everyone starts posting all the other fitness coaches that you have to start taking this one particular supplement in order to lose weight. And it was probably 
a fresh idea the first time it was presented, but then when 20 other people are saying the same thing, it's no longer new information, it's no longer fresh, it's no longer spicy, but also, is that even something that you believe to be true, right? Like, is that actually, let's say you are a weight loss coach, a fitness coach, is that actually what you think is the thing that your clients need to be doing? Or do you think that they need to be working on body positivity and self-acceptance? Or do you think that they need to work on counting macros? Or do you think that they need to work on, you know, a particular cardio, blah, blah, blah. I'm not a fitness person. So just insert here. But are you just saying that because you saw other people saying that and you think that that is going to get excitement because other people are getting excitement? Or are you saying that because you believe it? Because what most people don't get is the reason why other people are excited when that person said that thing is because that person was excited to say that thing. Meaning, if you don't believe in something and you don't truly own something, embody it, know that, sell that, deliver that within your programs, it's not going to work in the same way. So your job on Instagram and on social media and through your email marketing is not to say what everyone else has said but you say it with an authoritative face, you know, so people take you seriously. That's that's not what happens here. What happens here is you share your unique take, your unique process, your unique method, and by owning that, that energy is what attracts people around you because you want to sell someone on the way that you look at the world and the way that you tackle problems because when you do that, they will buy into it if they feel the same way. And that is how you build an audience of ideal clients. Because let's say you do start saying something on social media that you don't totally believe to be true, but it's working for someone else. Let's say you're a total systems nerd and you start talking all about quantum leaps, energy, quantum leaps, go through a portal, blah, blah, blah. And then you get a client who signs up who's like that. And then you start talking to them. Okay, let's look at your Trello board. Let's look at your Asana board. And they're like, what What even is that? That's when you start to see big disconnects and you don't have the most positive client relationships. Clients aren't re-signing. Potential clients are ghosting. It's just generally not working out. So taking an authoritative stance on social media is not just about the way that you say something. It's not just about tone. I think it really comes down to true conviction. But also I think you need to put blinders on a little bit just because it's working for somebody else doesn't mean it's true for you. And if it's not true for you, it's not going to work for you, right? Just because Amy Porterfield is all about online courses, if you hate online courses and you really want to sell retreats, don't go selling online courses because you think it worked for her. Because even though she might be doing that, there are plenty of other people who are doing huge things out in the world selling their own unique process, right? So really be thinking about what that is for you and don't look at what other people are saying. And if you are saying the same thing that everybody else is saying, don't be surprised when nobody buys, right? Because if they're seeing it from 15 other people, they're going to take it from the person that they feel most connected with. And if it's insincere for you, they aren't going to feel that connection. So you have to be super authentic and authoritative on Instagram where you are unapologetically sharing what you believe to be true. The third reason why your Instagram content isn't converting is you are selling the wrong thing. And what I mean by that is a lot of times on social media, people sell their product. And you might be thinking, well, does Sabrina, that's what's for sale. Stay with me. 
nobody actually cares about your vitamins or your video modules or how many coaching calls you have for sale or your bonus trainings or any of that. Nobody cares. I don't want to go buy video modules. What I want to buy is a whole new life. I want to go buy a whole new business. I want a transformation. So on social media, you need to be selling the transformation, the dream, the lifestyle, the vision. I think there is a fine line with this in the sense that if the only thing you're selling is the lifestyle, the dream, the vision, the transformation, and you don't show any of the process, I think people won't find you super relatable and they won't really feel like you are being transparent about kind of what is happening. I think we've kind of shifted a little bit on social media where we don't want necessarily the most picture perfect thing ever. I think we want a little bit of the messy behind the scenes as well. I still think it's both. I think that some people make it seem like, no, Instagram is so raw now. I mean, TikTok is sure, but I think Instagram, there's still a little bit of, you know, both and we want, we want the dream, but we also want to know how to do it. And I think the how to do it piece kind of ties back in with number two, the second reason why your content isn't converting, which is lack of authority. So I want you to sell the dream, but I also want you to sell your unique process. So make sure that if you are talking about the how to do it, it's not just the same how to do it that everyone else is saying. So here's an example. Let's say I'm selling a business coaching program and I don't want to talk about they get 10 coaching calls and three months of Voxer and this, this, and this. I'm not going to sell the product. I'm going to sell the process. Well, I'm not going to say we're going to work on your marketing and we're going to work on your sales plan and we're going to work on your team structure because everybody is doing that right? Everyone is talking about marketing and sales and team and mindset, marketing, sales, mindset. Every single business program ever has marketing, sales, and mindset in it. That is fun fact, every single one, at least the good ones. But what's different is how you approach the marketing, the sales, and the mindset. So for example, let's say in your marketing program, you really, really, really focus on reels and TikToks and short form video, YouTube shorts, that is your thing. And when you implemented that strategy, your Instagram account really blew up and you've shared it with your clients and they've had the same results. That's what you wanna go share. You wanna talk about how when you taught your clients your short form video strategy, they were able to go from 1,000 to 3,000 Instagram followers in 60 days. That is the transformation. That's the process that you're, sh- you're sharing. You're not sharing, I will help you get consistent on social media. Nobody wants to be consistent on social media. I think people think they want to be consistent on social media because they're like, but then I will make so much more money. But I don't actually believe that everyone on this planet or even most people on this planet want to be posting on social media every single day. I've been doing this for six years and I definitely don't, right? But what I do want is for my content to be powerful and impactful and transformational. I want it to connect with my people. And it does. So that's what I sell. I don't sell get consistent. I sell make it count, right? So really be specific about what is your unique process. If we took another example of that, let's say you're selling a sales program. You don't want to teach people or you don't want to tell people that you're going to teach them how to create a sales plan or how to create a product suite. What you are gonna tell them is that, if this is true for you, 
that what you're going to teach them is how to create a product suite that is so juicy that it sells itself. You're going to teach them how to completely get rid of sales calls and build so much trust with their audience that they can sell a client in the DMs with a six-day sales cycle, sales life cycle. Whatever it is that's true for you, really get specific about the process. That doesn't mean you need to say how to do it. You don't need to give them a 10-page explanation of here's exactly my short-form video strategy that we're going to implement. But do share what is your unique strategy and approach and share that. Share that and really focus on selling the transformation but also that process to get there because when you sell someone on your process, you sell them on the product. And when you sell someone on the possibility, you also sell them on the product. So when I say the possibility, I mean that transformation. If someone doesn't believe that it's possible for them, they're not going to purchase. It doesn't matter how beautiful it is. It doesn't matter how no-brainer the price is. I get this from clients all the time. It's such a no-brainer. It's such a good deal. Why is nobody buying? One, because it might be that all you're selling is, you know, how many modules are included and nobody actually cares about that, right? People don't want to watch modules. People want a whole different life. They want to make more money. They want to fall in love. They want to lose weight. They want to do whatever. They want to feel super healthy. That's what people want. Nobody wants to watch modules for 15 hours. Even if it's $7 a video, nobody cares. But the other thing is if it doesn't feel realistic, accessible, attainable, possible for them, people aren't going to go ahead and sign up for that, which I think maybe we'll insert here a, you know, reason three part B bonus tip, which is I've shared this with my clients a few times Um I don't think that content converts when it is saying, look at me. I think it's more going to convert when it's saying, come with me in the sense of you don't want to put content out there, I think, in 2022 that's so focused on telling people, my life is so awesome, come be just like me, like you wish you were like me, blah, blah, blah. But if it feels like someone's leaning down and reaching a hand saying, come with me, I'll show you how, that's a completely different energy. And I think that is kind of that fine balance between you can show your awesome life and your business and your cute dog and whatever else you want to you know, show off. But if you are going to get it to convert with people in this day and age, there also needs to be that kind of extending hand, that bridge, that possibility that says you can have this too, right? It's not look at how glamorous I am. It's this is super fun and I want you to come with me because you can have this too. This transformation is possible. This result is available to you as well. So that's the shift that we want to have happen in our content. Now, getting back on track, thank you, reason three, section B, getting back to our fourth reason why your Instagram content isn't converting. This one is that there is too much to focus on. So when I am reviewing content for my clients. I also have a um, professional copy coach for seven and eight figure entrepreneurs who provides um, uh, copy coaching calls, copy review calls for my millionaire mastermind clients. And um, something that she notices, but something that I also notice a lot of times is when we're reviewing content, you get to the bottom of the post and you really don't remember anything at all. And it's not because there weren't good points, it's that there were too many good points. There was so much to focus on that you don't remember anything at all. So when you do create content, I want you to always have this question of what is the one thing I want people to remember? 
and anything else needs to get cut. So one example of where I see this play out most frequently is a client will be creating a piece of content that talks about their backstory and, you know, the before and after and kind of what they struggled with and, you know, what they went through in order to create the life and business or relationship or body image or whatever it might be that they have now. And sometimes people put so many details and so many specific painful memories that as humans, it's really natural to read that and be like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, or to empathize. But then all of the focus has now shifted to the kind of before, painful before, that no one's paying attention to the after. Or it's the opposite where, you know, maybe there's just so many specific vivid details through all of it that you don't really completely remember the point of the story. You just kind of have a general idea of that person's life. And it's like, okay, cool. I know you better now, but I don't know what the point of it is. So you always want to be asking yourself, what's the point? What's the one main idea that I want people to remember? And strategically place focus there. So for example, if I'm talking about my personal story of, you know, how I went from not having a business to having a multi-million dollar business, I often talk about, you know, I moved to Bali with $800 in my bank account on a one-way plane ticket. And that's kind of it for the details that I give about the starting point. Because if I get too much into struggle, struggle, hard, horrible client, this happened, that happened, that happened, that happened, people will just be like, oh my gosh, Sabrina, I'm with you. I love you. Thank you. Thank you so much. But we missed the point here, kids, which that is kind of where I start. And then I get to I was featured in Forbes. I hit seven figures my first year. I went zero to a million in nine months. I had a $500,000 launch. So I have some details so people know the before, but the main idea for me in a lot of my posts is the after. Now, if I want to make a post where I'm talking more about getting started in my business and particular struggles that I had, then I will do that, but I'm not going to talk so much about the after because that's not the point right? So if you give people too much to focus on, they aren't going to remember anything. So you have to pick one main idea. And I think place details strategically where you want people to place idea to to remember those details. If there are details all over the piece, it's going to be great. People are going to love it, but they're not going to remember it. Something that they talk about a lot in um, English classes and writing classes and things like that is People remember the beginning and the end, but they don't remember the middle. So I think another kind of, let's say, reason for subsection B, reason of why your Instagram content isn't converting is also that you might be bearing the lead, which my understanding is that's a journalism term, basically meaning when you're publishing an article, don't have the main idea be at the bottom. It needs to be the first thing that you say. So likewise, if we know people remember the beginning and the end, but not so much the messy middle, Something that I learned when I was in um, speech and debate, that's how I think I got really comfortable with public speaking, is you would have to pull three questions out of an envelope, and it was either about domestic politics or foreign politics. You would pull out three questions, you would pick one, and then you would have 30 minutes to prepare and memorize a seven-minute speech. And the basic structure was you gave an introduction to the topic, And you would try and weave it in with some sort of metaphor or analogy that they were going to remember 
because you were going to bring that up at the end. So let's say my question was, um, you know, what is the, you know, will um, nuclear proliferation, blah, 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 work with the North Koreans? And so when I give my introduction to that, I might try and weave that into some sort of story. So let's say I try and weave that into Winnie the Pooh and whatever it is. The point is not Winnie the Pooh. The point is just to give them something memorable. And then I go into my three points, three main ideas that support my argument. And then I go back at the end and I tie it all up and I bring back Winnie the Pooh and I talk about Winnie the Pooh and nuclear proliferation in North Korea. And because they heard that once before, they still remember it. So they've now heard my main argument twice. They've heard my supporting elements in the middle. They're probably going to forget those unless they were taking notes, but they heard my main idea twice. So your lead, your main idea have it at the beginning and probably have it at the end again. So don't bury that lead. Have that front and center. Say what it is. Support it. Have that little story where you explain yourself and then bring it back at the end. But there needs to be one main idea. You can have supporting evidence to your main idea, but we don't want five main ideas. There's one main idea with a few bits of supporting evidence or stories or connection or whatever that might be but we're not giving people so much to focus on that they remember nothing. And if you remember nothing about what I just said, I bet you remember Winnie the Pooh, right? Because that stood out to you. You might not remember nuclear proliferation. You might not remember North Korea, but I bet you you're going to finish this episode and someone might ask you, what did you listen to? Oh, something about Winnie the Pooh, right? Because it stands out. It's memorable. So give your people something specific, memorable, strong, compelling, to focus on don't bury the lead have it front and center and then if you want to kind of wrap up with it at the end another very nice sidetrack but back we go to our main points so the fifth reason why your instagram content isn't converting is that you have the wrong content in the wrong places and what i mean by that is so often we think of instagram as one platform but i think it's in many ways, a multi-platform platform, right? We have Instagram stories, we have Instagram feed, we have Instagram lives, we have Instagram reels, we have Instagram DMs. Like there's so much that has been packed into that platform that I think you have to be really strategic about where are people engaging with what content. So for example, I think Instagram stories makes you feel like you are friends with someone. It kind of creates this parasocial relationship where you feel like you really know somebody because you're getting the behind the scenes of their life each and every day. So take advantage of that, right? Show the behind the scenes of your life. Don't say, hey guys, hey everybody, say hey, right? Make it sound like you're talking to that one person. Make that content for that one person who is following you. Assume that no one else is reading it except for that one person. And I think that when you create that more intimate relationship with Instagram stories of chatting with someone, showing them the behind the scenes, the lifestyle, connecting with them, maybe some rah-rah motivational speeches, maybe being a little bit controversial, that I think is when you can create a really engaged audience, but also if you train your audience to kind of respond to you and engage with you. So that's what I would be posting on Instagram stories. On Instagram stories, I would also be posting things that are time sensitive. Since the content disappears in 24 hours, that's where I would be posting program reminders, program invitations, details about your offer, 
Um, anything exciting that you've got coming up, whether that's Black Friday, birthday sales, whatever, post any sort of time-sensitive limited edition content on your Instagram stories. For your Instagram feed, I think nowadays we can make that be a little bit more evergreen. So if you are going to go ahead and sell on your feed, I would say sell on a reel because I've noticed over the, let's say the last year, year and a half, that when you are selling in a static Instagram post, so by that I mean an image, the Instagram algorithm totally squashes that post because it knows that it's selling something. At the moment, Instagram, and for a long time now, over a year now, Instagram has really, really, really been promoting reels. So the nice thing is if you sell in a reel, it's naturally going to get a little bit more of a boost in the algorithm. So I would be selling on your stories, selling in reels, and then on your feed, I would do more long-form teaching content, more long-form inspirational content. I would maybe be talking about client results, but I would really be thinking about that as evergreen content that if someone came to your Instagram account and they started kind of binge scrolling through all of your feed, like a Netflix account, they would just immediately get sucked in and know all about you. But if your, let's say your last 20 posts were about one particular program that you're selling and that's all they see, all they see, all they see, if that program isn't relevant for them, they might dip out. So I think having more of an evergreen strategy with your static posts will work really well for you. And then on your stories, making it a little bit more time sensitive and specific to whatever it is that you're selling. I think likewise with your reels, that is also a place that I would be selling. Um, but also I think a place that I would be showing a little bit more of your personality. I have a client who she does amazingly well on Instagram reels. I don't even know how many followers she has. It's I think it's in the high 10,000s, if not in the hundreds of thousands at this point. Um, but she just does a lot of face-to-camera reels, and that's how she grew her account. And she does a lot of her selling um, in her Instagram stories, and it just works super, super well for her. And she just completely blew up that way. So one of the reasons why your Instagram content might not be converting is that you're trying to convert people in the wrong places. So I would be converting people in your Instagram stories, in your DMs, in your reels. In your feed, I would more so be teaching. But I think the big thing there is just knowing where to place what content. So I would maybe be looking at that. How can you kind of rotate some of that content a little bit so it gets placed in the right spot? Now, the sixth and final reason why your Instagram content might not be converting is that people don't feel invited to convert. And what I mean by that is if we're thinking of sales like a party, people need an invitation to the party before they go. So you need to invite people to engage with you and you need to invite people to do business with you if they are going to do that. There are some people who are, you know, Leos, they're um, confident, they are just like go-getters, they are extroverts, they're like, I want that, I'm going to message you and I'm going to go buy it. Those people exist, we love those people, we love those clients, but there are also another huge audience of people who might be a little bit more introverted, might be a little bit more of an observer, a lurker. That doesn't mean that they're not engaged. That doesn't mean that they don't care. That doesn't mean they won't buy. It just means that they need an invitation to buy. So I would give people very clear calls to action, but also I would focus on creating a culture of conversation in your Instagram account. And what I mean by that is 
really prioritizing asking your audience questions. So I would be doing Q&A boxes. I would be doing polls. I would be asking people on your stories what they think about something or if they do that too. I would be in your Instagram static posts. I would be putting questions and asking people to respond to you. But when you create that culture of conversation, you also create a culture of connection and conversion. So people need to be invited to purchase from you. Don't assume that just because you're posting content, your ideal clients will message you when they're ready to buy. 10% of them, sure. But a lot of people, the vast majority of people, I would even argue, need to feel like there is a clear invitation to go purchase your offer. So I would be pitch, I would be pitching frequently. I would be pitching often. I would be asking questions all of the time. Let's say you get 100 people who respond to your question. You don't need to go message everybody back. Don't feel some huge pressure to do that. But definitely have that culture of conversation. I have so many people who just have been following me for years and years and years. They know all about my husband. They know all about my dog. They know all sorts of things about me. Baby Yoda, blah, blah, blah. So they feel like they can message me and they can, right? Because I heart their comments and sometimes I respond and you know, I've seen them in my accounts and in my messages and in my DMs for years and years and years. And because they feel like they can message me, then when I make an offer, it feels so much more comfortable for them to message me and ask me a question about the offer because we've already been chatting and engaging anyway. There's already that connection. There's already that engagement and that conversation. So I think that with Instagram, sometimes the perception is I put content out, people look at it and they decide if they want to buy, which sometimes that does happen. But I think that in general, when it comes to sales, sales is still a relationship and that means there needs to be some form of two-way conversation. Some people are, yes, just going to see your post, think you're the best thing ever and go buy. But a lot of people want to have a little bit of a conversation with you. Does that mean you need to do sales calls? No, I haven't done a sales call, um, not one in 2022. I don't think I've done one since maybe October, something like that, 2021. So you don't need to do sales calls. You don't need to do a bunch of voice memos. You don't need to do a huge back and forth. But if there is that trust and that kind of sense of invitation and welcomeness, then people are much more likely to purchase. But if people don't feel like they can message you back because you never ask questions and you never do polls and you never do Q&A boxes and you don't seem interested in what your audience is up to and you don't you know, respond to comments or anything like that, people are going to engage less and less and less. And so first of all, yes, if people aren't engaging as much, I think that not as many people will purchase. I don't think that's necessarily always the case. Some people never engage with you and then one day they decide to purchase. But there's a but here. Instagram algorithm loves engagement. They love it when people save your content, like your content, share your content, reply to your messages, engage in your quizzes, do your polls. They love that. And when that happens, the algorithm is taking all of those signals as information that this is good content, that more people should see it. So it starts pushing the content out to more and more and more people, which means more eyes on your content, which means more conversions, right? So it is in your interest to engage with your audience and to create a culture of conversation. So that is one thing that you can implement literally right now. Like you could go 
do an Instagram story and put up a Q&A box. You could put up a poll. That is actually a great way to start your Instagram stories every day. Do some sort of poll. You know, something that I used to post a lot on my Instagram stories in the morning is I would post like my latte or my tea in my classroom looking at the flowers. And I would maybe post, you know, a poll like, um, are you excited for today? Yes or no? Um, what are you drinking, tea or coffee? Just really simple questions that everybody feels like they can participate in, not just my ideal clients, but everybody can participate in that. I have a bunch of people who follow me who aren't online business owners, people who are friends, family, like they literally don't care about what I'm selling. They just like me and they support me and they want to follow along. So it's really great when I can post content that they can engage with, that they can respond to, which is also, I think, why I post so much about you know, my dog and my husband just to show that there's like a well-rounded human and not just a product for sale on my Instagram account. And that has created a lot of connection with my audience over the years, which is why kind of going back to that first reason of there not being enough content, I am able to post a little bit less at this stage in my business, you know, six years into it because I posted so consistently over a six-year period that people know all about my life. I mean, people have been following me since before I even met my husband. Then they saw us fall in love. They saw us get engaged. They saw us get married. They saw us get Bonnie. Like there's a whole story there and there's a whole connection there that people feel really bought into me as a business owner, me as a person, and they know who I am. So let's go ahead and recap these six reasons why your Instagram content might not be converting. So the first one is you're not posting enough content or none at all. So if you are under 18 months in your business, or let's put it this way, if you're not making as much money as you want to be making in your business, I would be posting one to two times a day. That does not mean that every single post needs to be super long form and detailed. Go ahead and spice that up. Repurpose your content, do carousels, do quote graphics, do infographics, do reels, find ways to make that easier for you. If it's easy, you can make it a habit, you can make it consistent. But if you're not converting on Instagram, you need more content probably. Another reason why your Instagram content might not be converting is that there is a lack of authority and you are posting the same thing that everybody else is posting. So your you, your take is not unique. It's not spicy. It's not interesting. You know, maybe everyone is engaging with it on someone else's post because they were the first person to post it, but also it's very authentic for them. So find something that is extremely true for you and just have an authoritative take on Instagram. Really come at it with a unique perspective and be specific about what you believe to be true about business, money, relationships, finance, whatever it is that you're teaching. Share it from your unique perspective because when you sell someone on your process, you sell someone on your product. Now, the third thing and the third reason why your Instagram content might not be converting is that you are selling the wrong thing. So you are posting a lot about your program or about your course or about your product, but you're not really talking about the transformation or what they're gonna get on the other side of it. And you're also not talking about your unique perspective to get them there. So like I said earlier, if you sell someone on your process, you sell someone on your product. And that's because if they can only get that unique process, that unique framework, through you, they have to buy your program because if they believe in that process, if they genuinely believe that this is going to get me more of what I want and you're the only person selling that program because it's your unique process and your unique approach, 
the program is sold. You didn't need to sell the program. You need to sell the process. You need to sell the possibility. You need to sell the transformation. The fourth reason why your Instagram content might not be converting is that there is so much to focus on that they're not remembering anything. Remember Winnie the Pooh, right? There has to be one main idea or one big point to every piece of content that you put out there because people aren't going to remember the messy middle. They might remember the beginning, they might remember the end, and you don't want to give them too many details. You want to be, you know, specific and vibrant and rich with your language, but you don't want to give them so many details that they don't remember anything. Or maybe they remember a few things, but we didn't really want them to remember a few things. We wanted to rem- we wanted them to remember one thing. So Winnie the Pooh, what is your Winnie the Pooh every time you're posting? The fifth reason why your content might not be converting is that you have the wrong content in the wrong places. So Instagram is a multi-platform platform. There are many different places to post and many different types of content that you should be posting in different places. So make your Instagram stories a little bit more time sensitive, a little bit more behind the scenes, a little bit more connection focused. Keep your Instagram feed a little bit more static and evergreen. Here do some long form teaching and selling. Um, and by selling, I more so mean selling you know, your process, selling your transformation. And then on Instagram Reels, that's where you can be a little bit more creative, do a little bit more connection type content, but also go ahead and sell your program since Instagram algorithm is really bumping those up in the feed. And the sixth and final reason why your content might not be converting on Instagram is that there is no culture of conversation around your account, meaning people don't feel invited to purchase and they don't feel invited to engage with your content. So really encourage people to message you back, to take your quiz, to respond to your poll, to respond to your questions. Really have that two-way conversation with your audience because when you have conversations, you will have conversions, right? That's the big thing that we want to um, create with our audience is that kind of two-way street, that conversation where we're talking to them and they're talking to us because when people start talking to you, they're going to start buying from you. So that is what we have for today's episode on six reasons why your Instagram content isn't converting. Go ahead and take a look at your account. Think about what you could go ahead and change. I know it might be so um, tempting to just change your Instagram bio one more time, but I really don't think that that is going to create more conversions for you. Might it be helpful if someone lands on your account? Sure. But if we really want to go ahead and create big sales, your 12-word Instagram bio isn't going to do it. We need to have a much more um, high-level discipline strategy approach to this. And I have given you some really great tips here that I use in my own multiple seven-figure business. Um, These are tips that I've shared with the 22 clients I've had who have hit a million dollars in their business and with the hundreds of other clients that I um, teach in my programs and work with in my programs. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that this is helpful and I will see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Sabrina Phillip podcast. We release new episodes each and every week. So make sure to hit subscribe and leave us a five-star review. If you're a woman entrepreneur and you want to work with me to scale your business to six, seven, or even eight figures, send me a message because I'm currently accepting new clients. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I'll see you next week.